All right, man. How's everybody doing? Oh, back this week. Um, oh, man. Where to start? I I know what I want to talk about. I just don't know. Because I was going to post about it. I was going to write about it, talk about it last week. And then I... Oh, man. I just... Just kind of lost, a little grumpy, irritable, overwhelmed, and uh, it really hit me pretty hard last week is just a couple really big events coming up, um, and a bunch of travel and stress and everything, and I was like, oh man, and I could hear, I could hear like this little bitchy voice or tone in my voice that was in my head, you know, and I'm not, not trying to say it's not okay to have those, but man, I was really, I don't know, I was struggling pretty bad and nothing crazy, just, just fucking overwhelmed, you know, like just emotionally drained, physically drained and not feeling like I'm recovering, just been going nonstop. With only a day or two here or there in between, you know, transitions from events or tasks or travel. And, um, like, yeah, just, and it's a ton of work. And I just got really in a really negative headspace. And, and that's okay. I think it's okay. You know, I, I recognize that I, I did, I did tell myself, like, hey, it's okay. Like, this is going to move through, you know, this will move through, it might be a day, it might be two days, but it'll move through when it moves through, just keep doing the next right thing, just keep chipping, find one little thing that you're doing, just keep doing that, don't not do another thing, and, um, yeah, I mean, long story short, I'm back this week, I leave again tomorrow, um, been home for two days and, um, and it's like, man, it's just, it's just coming, but like, I'm, I'm good. I feel great right now, man. I mean, I just crushed a ton of work in the last two days. I just put my nose to the notebook and just started scratching these things off the to-do list and really got after it and did what I said I was going to do a few podcasts ago, just dig into the one big thing that's looming that takes a lot of effort and just get that tackled and then get the next big thing tackled and build some momentum, get some breathing space. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm out the other side for now. I don't think it's a, a end event, right? Like, I, I just think this is natural, the way things move. We have these moments. Sometimes they come frequently. Sometimes they're long periods in between them, but... I, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, physically spent, um, been going hard, event after event after event, then flew to Florida, I mean, I had a, I had a wonderful visit with my son, he, he just asked out of the blue, when I was in Florida the last two trips ago, training for the row, and he's like, Dad, I really want to come and see you this summer, before I go to college, and, uh, I was like, hell yeah, man, like, whatever, here's here's a big window, 
whatever dates you can fit in there, as many of those days or whatever, I, those things in, inside them windows, like I can, I can shuffle around or cancel whatever, like you just tell me what. And he came out for 10, 11 days. Super cool, went hunting. I think I talked about that podcast ago, but um, flew him to San Antonio, met him there. Nicole and I drove down, picked him up, went to the ranch, Nick's place, and dug and did a little hunting and relaxing, pool time. Drove back home. Just a great trip. And just hung out here and did work. Moving rocks, digging, breaking concrete, wood, lawn, build a sauna, all that shit, right? Like, just cool stuff, father-son, dude shit. And I really wish my daughter wanted, would have came, too, but just kind of respecting her space a little bit. Bums me out. But, uh, anyways, another story, another day. And so, anyways, I think compound being just smoked from Florida, 11 days with my son, just I just stopped. The outside world at large just didn't exist. I had to do a few things here and there, here and there, but just, just enough to not drown. And um, just everything with my son, this trip, which was cool, and literally... I took him to the airport to go home, and I flew. We we both flew different ways. He went to D.C., and I went to Florida for another week training. And, man, we we wore ourselves out this trip. It was a 210 nautical mile row. It was like 57 hours, 58 hours of rowing. And I came back home and just felt crushed. And then another trip right in front of me like two days later. So, um, I don't know why I'm talking about all this. I guess I'm just trying to set the stage of just going, going, going. I don't think I physically recovered. I'm always a little bit sad, a lot of bit sad, emotional after my kids visit and they say goodbye. You know, just a ton of, ton of things just go through your head, history, all kinds of stuff, right? Guilt, whatever it is. And, uh, I, I literally, it couldn't have been more timely. Like, because I think the, there was a podcast I released, like, Everything Okay or something like that, a couple weeks ago, and um, I had a handful of people reach out, even though I said don't reach out, but it was cool the way they reached out, and which was good, but then after after this Florida trip, I have had, um, I must have had, I don't know, it was like the world just realized I needed something and I have these people reach out like, like, like warriors, you know, people I served with or people that have done shit that I've never met, but I know of. And there was a couple texts, conversations with different people, a couple phone calls, some emails, just, it was wild, you know, and just talking about things. And here they are, some of them reaching out to offer support or just out of the blue, they hadn't even heard the podcast or not. Um, some of them just needing help. And somehow it just, it sort of set me straight a little bit, I guess, but like talking to these, talking to some of these people. Well, and let me, let me get back up for a second. Like, uh, like I feel emotionally just 
drained, almost bankrupt, like just empty, physically drained, um, you know, troubling financial times, our country the way it is, you know, the economy's fucking shit, Um, supply chain, unrest, social issues, you know, um, geez, it was like 95 to 100 degrees out, that's kind of oppressive, um, felt socially empty, too, like, um, just being like a battery that just has constant draw on it, and then, and just never getting a charge, you know what I mean, I just felt like, oh, just sapped, and some of it in a good way, some of it in just like a really bad way, too, but, um, I had more when I was thinking about this, because I was going to record it, I was going to record this before I left for Shaw's, and, um, and then I just, I realized that I didn't, I didn't like, oh, I said that in the beginning, like, I didn't like how I sounded, and, but, um, yeah, just talking to these guys, one lady, and all have these same things in common, just feeling fucking drained, and I remember I was sitting in the car wash, texting a buddy who's had a rough go of his own, and he reached out, sharing some things, and he could just tell, like, and I just opened up a little bit, and it created some cool conversations, and I'm sitting in a car wash, just pretty overwhelmed, and I had said something like, yeah, man, just, I'm fucking holding on to, you know, I'm just holding on to, I'm laying in that, like, I'm laying down in the trench too, man, and when nobody's looking, I'm just fucking laying there, and people are looking, you stand up and you put on a smile, you give whatever it is you have to give, whether you don't have anything to give or not, you just give more anyways, and I remember saying, like, I'm just fucking holding on, barely, barely holding on, but I'm holding on, and it feels like I've been holding on for a long time, sometimes just loosely, sometimes like with a death grip, whitened, but it's like lately it's just been white knuckles all the time. Just holding on and hoping that you just don't have to have, like, fuck, I'm tired of having to have these deep emotional conversations and process shit and everything's got to be deep. Like, man, I just want to fucking drink some beers sit in the sun, laugh, joke a little bit, not have to have 95% of my life consumed with deep, meaningful conversations. I don't think that's too much to ask. And I get it, like the space, the space I choose to be in for a profession or whatever, and, and, I, and I do, like, I do enjoy deep conversations and intellectual conversations and processing stuff, and I would say I like it. 50-50, like, just pick that. But it feels like I'm 95% just bombarded with having to be deep thinking, critical thinking, emotionally processing shit, and carrying other people's baggage for them, and it's just like, fuck, man. You know? That's how I felt, like, just leave me, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. That's all I want to do, just, just leave me the hell alone, and, um... But yeah, I don't. 
I decided not to record in that state because I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like what I was thinking. I wanted to work on it a little bit more and just, just keep fucking holding on, do the next right thing, just the next right thing. And it's not a fake it till you make it thing, right? Like that's the cool phrase. Oh, you fake it till you make it. And yeah, I get it. I get how that can kind of work or whatever. But like, this isn't one of those things. You just fake it till you make. But the cool thing is, in common with pretty much everybody that I really had some conversations with, it's like, yeah, the last thing I needed was more deep conversations. And that's what I was getting. Um, It's just like the common theme with a lot of these guys. And I don't, like, yeah, we're all unique. But what we're going through is not, not unique. It's the same, everyone's dealing the same shit. And it's okay. And I guess I'm trying to, what am I trying to do here? having this conversation it's like I know there's a lot of other people out there that are struggling and they feel like the same way I felt and I remember I promised way back in the beginning almost four, almost four years ago now starting this podcast you know um, there was one about just realizing image I was and people not wanting to let me down so that they put up a bigger image and they were reluctant to ask for help but they didn't want to disappoint and the perception was a certain thing and the biggest thing I did was just show that I was vulnerable and I found a ton of strength in it and I think I just trying to trying to share out loud like with everybody that's out there whether you're going through it or you know somebody that is going through it like Sometimes you just don't need to fix shit. You just need to be light. How about that? Just be light. Just bullshit. And not not to fake it, but to just allow no more drain on the freaking battery. I forgot what it's called, like in a boat, when there's a drain. And then, uh, oh, my chewing tobaccos. I'm putting another chew in. Mom, I just texted my mom today. They're going to Alaska. Going to Alaska this uh, couple weeks. I sent them some binos so they can see some cool shit. Love you, Ma. Um, when I had a boat, there was some sort of um, parasitic a parasitic draw on the battery. You couldn't identify. I just don't know where it is, but there's just like this load on the battery. Everything's turned off. The battery's drawing. I don't know what it is. And that's what I feel like batteries on drain and uh i get it. a lot of big brains on brad can say hey tosh like check your alcohol check your nicotine like are you getting good sleep like you should try this and that like got it got it i don't need any more of that um got a whole list of shit that i should be doing um but uh maybe maybe sometimes the best thing to do for somebody that might be struggling or you recognize is like refuse to be another draw like, just be light. Sometimes that's that's all you need to do. And that's what happened this weekend, really. Uh, I went back to Shaw's. It couldn't have been worse timing. Dan don't listen to this podcast anyways, so uh, I'm not going to hurt his feelings, but you would understand if, if he listened. <laughs> it couldn't have been worse timing for me to 
<clears throat> have to leave. Like, been on the road nonstop. Get home. Um, deal with all this. I was home for like two days, if that. Was it two days? I don't think it was two days. Yeah, it might have been two days. I could look at my calendar. And um, got a, I was going to drive. Oh, yeah, it was like three days. No, it was two days. It was two days because I just got back from Florida, and then I was going to road trip to Idaho. I was going to stop at um, in Salt Lake Black Rifle there. They donated 150000 to us for our row um, to the Big Fish Foundation to our row, and then anything that we don't use gets to go to the Big Fish Foundation, which is phenomenal. What a good, what a good bunch of dudes, man. Um, so, but anyways, uh, looking for a road trip, decompress, just be on the road, not have to do anything, and just time just went by too fast. You know, I started trying to get some work done and get the house set up, and then get ready for Travis Mannion coming next in a couple of days. I got to fly to Minnesota tomorrow guest speaking opportunity that popped up that I'm actually looking really forward to it and um, I'm going to go speak at this event in St. Paul so I'm excited for that Just anyways back to the story couldn't have come at a worse time but I made a commitment to a buddy you know I made a, I made a commitment to Dan that I would be there and I wasn't going to I wasn't going to reach out he would understand but I also know that it would have potentially you know um, put another burden on him, which he would have absorbed, no problem. I know he would have, because he's that good of a dude. But I uh, ended up not road tripping, bought a last-minute ticket, cost an arm and a leg, fly out there. And um, even though I was working, I was doing something that was so so much fun, right? Like, I love hanging out with Dan. Um reconnect with repo another instructor and then um just dan's two sons get to hang out with kellen and dominic great young men see kate and paul uh who are longtime clients of, of dan's that i've worked with many times different events just reconnect with them and reconnected with reed who i hadn't seen since the first time i worked for dan like six, seven, seven years ago? Jeez. Um, and he came to the event, and it was just, that was it. And it was just so light, so easy, and just fun. And we, it, we just did a ton of shooting. It's always, it was just shot. I, I, I actually, I texted Ginger and said, hey, man, like I just shot so much this weekend that I, I, don't, I could not pick up a gun and, and train for another week like I'm shot out which is hard for me to say because I really enjoy it but enjoying it with other people that are enjoying it and just like helping Reed Reed hadn't picked up a gun he's Canadian hadn't picked up a gun and done any marksmanship or anything in in the seven years since he last was with Dan oh no he was in Montana I wasn't there but a couple years ago um just helping him through and having a blast man great dinner afterwards but uh anyways just while i was not i was looking forward to going but i was also not right like to be 100 percent authentic here like i was like oh god i gotta go it i just got so much i just want to sit down on the desk and do a bunch of work but plus feeling everything that i was feeling leading up to that point and then i went and i mean i was exhausted i literally 
went to bed the first night. I was the second one to go to bed that night. I must have been in bed at 10 o'clock. The second night I was in bed like 9.30. And then the third night we, we go out to dinner in Boise at uh, this amazing place, but um, Barbacoa. And it's a 9 a.m. reservation, and then it, we don't get back till 12, 12.30, so, or not 9 p.m., not 9 a.m. But anyway, it's just amazing food. And, uh, I mean, I was exhausted and everything. I didn't realize how much I was even more exhausted afterwards because you pour everything into coaching and then doing some shooting yourself, and it was hot, miserably hot. But uh, just the quality of people that I was with and the conversations, I was just light. Then I came back home, and uh, Nicole's flying out, flew out. Nicole flew out to D.C. the same day that I came home, so that was mildly exciting. And I've been home alone. For the last couple of days, but it just crushed a bunch of work. What's the point of all this? I'm just telling, telling bullshit. It's not even a story here, is there? There was, but it was just totally recharging. And the theme with with a lot of the people that I was talking to was that they were feeling the exact same things. And um, the fact that they could share that they were feeling the same thing, or that they, I could share that I was going through what I was going through, gave them permission to know that it was okay to go through what they were going through as well. And in turn, we both or all of us in some fashion kind of helped each other, you know? And uh, anyways, here I am. But just, yeah, how about that? How about How about I just don't want to have to have deep processing for a few weeks you know what I mean and it's hard for me to say that like that's really hard for me to say that because I want to be here for anybody that needs help and if somebody's needing something I'm not saying this out loud so that they don't they have to keep holding on and not like please do like that's not what I'm saying it's already hard enough for me to say it what I'm saying is reach out if you need to and if it's something that you absolutely need or have to talk about a process like yeah, hey, absolutely reach out. And it it falls under self care right now. Is guess what I'm doing because I neglect self care so frequently, which sounds weird because I'm pretty selfish. I mean, I go hunting all the time and I do do a ton of fun shit. Uh, but self care in this regard to be able to just say, hey, I need some fucking space, and hoping because the the concern is that. You'll turn somebody away that really needs you right now, and then you just created a barrier for them to reach out so you don't say these things. I think that's what I'm... I think ultimately that's the 22, 23 minutes that I've been babbling like a fucking idiot. I'm trying to say is self-care, having the trust that people will understand, and maybe, maybe... Instead of trying to, f- I don't feel like I need to fix anybody. A lot of times when I'm mentoring or counseling people, it's it's like, yeah, hey, a lot of times I throw it right back at them. And it's like, hey, well, what, what, you want me to fix you? Like, well, fix yourself. You identify some shit. They ask a bunch of questions so that they can have their own answers and let them sort their own shit out. Not to be there to hold their hand through their shit, but just having somebody to talk to that, acknowledges that you're going through shit, is there for you, and just gives you room to go through your shit, 
There's a lot of value there. And again, I'm just hesitant to say that because I don't want to turn somebody away. And the next thing you know, so-and-so sucks started a pistol. And it's like, oh, shit. I wonder if he would have called me had I not said this. And now I feel guilt. Responsible. And here I am, deep processing shit. You know? I also uh, changed what I've been listening to on the music on the radio station, too. Put a little Miley Cyrus on, a little Taylor Swift radio, and jammed to that instead of some of the other stuff, which is all, all my stuff is good stuff, right? Like the Doobie Brothers in America and all that, but sometimes you get into those songs, it just kind of reinforces a mood. So that's what I did, just keep holding on. We're, we're charging forward, pretty happy right now. Yeah, I'm feeling good right now, man. I'm looking at my lists. My notorious list, three pages of notes of things to do. And I probably got two and a half pages scratched off. And I got a lot of the hard stuff scratched off, which is good. So I feel like a burden's been lifted. So, anyways, I don't know what kind of podcast this was, but I just felt like I wanted to share it. I was feeling supremely overwhelmed, supremely drained. And uh, that's kind of how I move through it just yeah navigating difficult relationships with people who are aren't well themselves and you want to help them because you love them you care about them but when it's adding more strain and struggle you end up being drained and then you have less to put back into the relationship to help the person that needs help space is good right it doesn't mean that there's any lack of love or care or anything it's just yeah man fucking take care of myself here for a little bit and then of course sometimes it gets thrown back well like yeah like well, that's why I'm reaching out to you because I'm trying to take care of myself and I need this from you. And then it's just like, fuck me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, nah, just a bunch of days there just, just keeping my shit together was the hardest thing to do. And that's okay. I guess. But anyways, all right. I'm done being supremely redundant here on this. There was something else I was going to say, too, but we'll save it for another podcast. All right, man. Hope everybody's well. And uh, I probably won't probably won't talk next week. I got um, TMF here, and I just give everything. It's a long week, super rewarding week in the end, but a different kind of drain because you put everything into those guys coming in for some leadership training. And uh, I'm re- it's, it's, I look forward to this event almost more than the fundraiser um, every year. This is this is big. So, alright, man. Hope everybody's well. Out here.